Hello, everyone. Welcome to this edition of A Thousand Wise. I'm Shenting. It is always a lot of fun for tourists to visit places in China where you can see some traditional Chinese architecture, where you would often exclaim about the beautiful designs and exquisite craftsmanship of our ancestors. Personally, I like to see these old structures very much. They are mostly composed of wood, bricks, or stones, which convey a sense of antiquity, mystery, and gracefulness as well. One of their features that interests me the most is the elegant eaves on top of each building, which look unique and distinct from many other Western-style structures. What's more, the eaves always curve upward, more or less, at their corners, to which the Chinese people give a vivid name called "feiyan" or "flying eave," since it looks like a bird stretching its wings and ready to fly. But have you ever noticed the difference between these eaves on traditional Chinese structures from the north and the south of China? If you observe carefully enough, you'll find that those in southern China usually curve at a much greater angle than those in the north. So why the difference? To answer the question, let's start from the very beginning. In most traditional Chinese buildings, wood was generally used for pillars and beams to form a framed structure that could withstand the weight of the roof, which claims a history of thousands of years. Many famous ancient buildings that have been well preserved to the present can be found throughout China. One prime example is the Foguang Temple in Wutai Mountain of North China's Shanxi Province, that was constructed in 857 A.D. and is still intact today. However, the disadvantage of using a wooden frame for buildings is, of course, decay. So, to remedy this problem, our ancestors thought of enclosing thicker walls on the outside of the surrounding pillars. Which not only prevented the elements from entering the room, but also averted the beams and pillars from deflecting due to the wind pressure. To minimize erosion by wind and rain, the outer walls' eaves had to be built in a manner to reinforce the surrounding walls. The larger the structure, the taller the walls. As a result, the eaves need to be longer for sustenance, and also hinder the light that shines in. In addition, in order to facilitate the removal of rain from the roof, the roof must be built with a very steep slope. However, the steep roof will cause the rainwater to splash very high, which could prove detrimental to the foot of the walls and the column foundation over time. So, what is the ideal design? Hence, the flying eaves. The curved eave corners not only improve the indoor lighting. But also facilitate drainage and buffering, so as to protect the feet or the foundation of the building. As a result, roofs with flying eaves have become a distinctive feature for ancient Chinese architecture, which makes it look both beautiful and solemn. So now that I've shared this background, we revisit the initial question on the difference between the eaves of the north and south. In southern China, where climate is more humid with more rainfall, the flying eaves look more curved. 
with some even rising up directly toward the sky. The reason is quite simple. With such a deep curve, the rain on the roof can be thrown as far as possible to reduce its damage to the foundation of the building. Meanwhile, the craftsmanship of the curved eaves looks relatively free and more creative, and the shape of flying eaves aesthetically conveys a sense of delicateness to people. Also, there's another saying that flying eaves are known as a symbol of wealth. It is believed that the higher the eaves curve up, the more wealth and the higher status the owner has. While in North China, the curve of the eaves is not as big as those in the South, since there is less rainfall. Yet, as more snow appears in northern China, the relatively straight eave corners could reduce damage to tiles on the roof in snowy weather with less snow accumulation. Relatively straight as they are, the eave corners lack the delicate design of the curved ones in the south. However, the raised parts of the eaves in the north usually appear more prominent, with the application of another architectural technique called multi-line double eaves. Which is applied to increase the magnificence of the roof and make it look more three-dimensional. That's why, when people love the architectural delicateness of southern China, they would also exclaim about the solemnity and simplicity of those in the north. So, next time when you happen to visit a traditional Chinese architecture, don't forget to take a look at the corners of its eaves. And apply what you've learned here to detect which part of the country it's from. And that's all for this edition of A Thousand Wise. I'm Shantine. See you next time.